How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2371. The nutrient that could change your brain. And cardio before or after your workout. Both by Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there with permission from the websites. Now, I usually read you just one blog each day, but occasionally when the article is a bit on the shorter side, I read you two, and that's the case today. So with that, let's get right to our two posts as we optimize your life. The Nutrient That Could Change Your Brain by Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca Ever have someone tell you, eat that, it's good for your brain? Ever wonder why? With a complex organ ruling our every move and emotion, researchers have done a ton of work looking into the specific nutrients that could improve the overall health of the brain. There is one nutrient in particular that's especially powerful when it comes to optimal brain health. Keep listening to find out which nutrient has the power to promote brain cell growth and decrease your risk of developing neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's. Omega 3s, specifically, DHA. In the standard North American diet, we do not consume enough omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3s are commonly broken down into DHA, DPA, and EPA. These three omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acids are the focus of many brain health, metabolism, and anti-cancer studies. In your brain, these three are critical to the function and health of the brain. In a study published in the journal Frontiers in Aging Neuroscience, which reviewed a number of studies on the effects of omega-3 fats on the brain, it was discovered that as DHA levels decrease in the brain, it begins to alter the structure of the brain cells. It decreases our ability to perform simple tasks and to call on spatial memory. Decreases in DHA were also found to alter our brain's ability to send messages to the rest of the body. Not convinced this nutrient is crucial to your brain health? In another study published in the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry, researchers found that in those with dementia, they had low levels of omega-3s in the body. Research is now suggesting that supplementing with omega-3s could help keep Alzheimer's at bay as well. Omega-3s are truly powerhouse fatty acids in our bodies. In a study where elderly patients were given DHA supplements, it was found that their depressive symptoms decreased, their overall cognitive function increased, and their memory improved. The benefits of this are not reserved for our later years either. Omega-3s were also found to improve the brain function of children with attention deficit disorder and attention deficit and hyperactivity disorder. 
Teachers, parents, and researchers all observed better attention and focus within the children, and there were no harmful side effects. Research is also beginning to suggest that mental health disorders like depression could also be treated, not cured, by the simple supplementation of omega-3s. Where can you get DHA and other omega-3s? Omega-3s can be found in many foods. Fatty fish, algae, which would be a vegan source, fortified foods like milk and eggs can all provide you with omega-3s. This is usually in the form of ALA, which the body can then use to make DHA and EPA. If you want to consume high amounts of DHA and EPA, these can be found in foods like anchovies, caviar, salted, uncooked mackerel, and Atlantic salmon, raw or cooked. Omega-3s are also available in supplement form. There are a few ways supplement companies can source their omega-3s. Krill oil, fish oil, or for those allergic to fish or looking for a vegan option, algae. When choosing your omega-3 supplement, you need to take into account the potency, the source of the supplement, your budget, and your preferred method of consumption, oil versus capsule, for example. Oils are usually a higher potency, but you have to endure sometimes very strong fishy aftertaste, although krill and vegan supplements do not have this issue. Krill oil is usually your best option for potency and a great option for capsules because the larger fish used for fish oil supplements have a higher chance of contact with heavy metals and other ocean pollutants. The Dietitians of Canada suggest that if you want to get the recommended amount of essential fatty acids, to consume at least two servings of fatty fish a week. Whole food sources should always be your first option, but if you want to boost your brain power, then adding an omega-3 supplement to your daily routine could be beneficial. Cardio Before or After You Work Out by Ashley Ann Laurie of freeformfitness.ca This is the ultimate dilemma in the gym. Do you jump on the treadmill before lifting weights? or do you finish the workout with the treadmill? One helps you warm up before the workout, and one finishes the workout with a good amount of sweat. On the flip side of that, starting with cardio can tire people out and discourage them from lifting weights, while others choose not to include cardio at the end because they're tired from weightlifting. So, which is the better option? Quick disclaimer, including any form of cardio, whether it be low-intensity, steady-state, or high-intensity interval training will always be good for your health, no matter where you put it in your workout. Regular exercise that trains the heart and lungs will always serve you well in life. This article will discuss where cardio fits in with your body's natural energy systems. The ATP-CP system, explosive energy. Your body has three main energy systems running at all times. The first is your explosive energy system, or ATP-CP system in technical terms. This system breaks down the creatine in your body to burn ATP, your body's energy molecule. It works for about 0 to 10 seconds and doesn't require oxygen to complete the reaction. This energy system is what the body primarily uses when doing things like one repetition max lifts. It's also used in sprinting and other fast events that require an immediate burst of energy. The next energy system is the short-duration energy system, or the glycolytic system. This system is very good at breaking down the body's sugar stores to give us energy. This system works for about 10 seconds up to 2 minutes, 
and also does not require any amount of oxygen to allow the reaction to occur. This is also where lactic acid begins to build up in the muscles. Very simply put, breaking down sugar without oxygen is how we create lactic acid. This is the energy system our body uses for our single set exercises. It's readily available as long as our body has glucose in storage, which we always do from our food and body processes like gluconeogenesis. The final system is the long duration energy system. We can use this one for energy for a limitless amount of time. As long as there is oxygen and fat stores available, this system will give us the energy to sit on the couch, go for a walk, and even complete a marathon. Although all of these energy systems are always working, the ratio of explosive to short duration to long duration is always changing, depending on the activity. So when you come in for a workout at freeform and jump right into your set of squats, your explosive energy system will kick in to help you get those first few reps in. Then, the short duration energy system will pick up the rest of the sets once the creatine supplies are depleted. So at the end of your workout, chances are you've worked through most of your explosive energy sources, most of your immediate glucose stores, and therefore the energy system that will support the end of your workout and the long-duration energy system. So what does that all mean? To return to our original dilemma of when to do your cardio, we can look at it from an energy system perspective. If you jump on the treadmill and start running right away, chances are you haven't consumed enough oxygen to get the long-duration energy system going to use that at the beginning of the run. So your body will burn through the explosive energy system and the short-duration energy system while your body increases its breathing rate to match its oxygen needs to its oxygen consumption. So when you get off the treadmill, now all you have to lift weights with is your long-duration energy system. It will work, but you won't get the same explosive energy for your lifts. If your goal in the gym is to get the most from your weightlifting sessions, then from a physiological standpoint, putting your cardio at the end of your workout is best. If you're gonna take your workout at a steady pace and the strength of your lifts is not a priority, then you can easily get away with doing your cardio at the beginning of the session. You just listened to the post titled The Nutrient That Could Change Your Brain and Cardio Before or After Your Workout both by Ashley and Lori of freeformfitness.ca. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. 
Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Today's author, Ashley Ann, provided such a clear description of the physiology behind why we perform cardio at the end of our workouts, I don't need to add anything else to it. So I guess I'll comment on the first post, consuming omega-3 fats. I also agree with Ashley Ann that the priority would be to consume our EPA and DHA sources from real foods like cold water fatty fish. But omega-3 supplements that contain EPA and DHA are good for those that don't regularly consume these types of fish. There's just no need to buy the megadose version of these supplements. Studies have found that these megadose supplements may actually do more harm than good. So after talking with your doctor, and if you both decide that taking an omega-3 supplement containing EPA and DHA is right for you, then first, find one with an NSF or USP seal on it. This helps to make sure that the product has been independently tested for quality and purity. Then make sure the supplement provides 1.6 to 2 grams of EPA and DHA combined. Now, your doctor may say that you need more or less than this, depending on your health history. But if they don't give you a specific dose, then this is a good starting point for most. All right, that'll do it for today. Don't forget, I'll be back here tomorrow for the usual Friday Q&A. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.